Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, you suck. We're gonna beat the hell out of you and you and you and you. All right, enough of me singing. Time to get to the back. Oh, guest line. Maybe shouting. Yeah, there you go. But my voice seems kind of back. It was earlier. Yeah, we're getting there. At the beginning of the show, now Might it's be back gone. to where it was. Might be gone by the end of the night. Our guy, Jeff Ehrman, nobody does it better than Ehrman on the University of Maryland beat. You can follow him at Jeff underscore Ehrman, E-R-M-A-N-N. You can check out the website, InsideMDSports.com. Jeff, I know you are probably busy as hell. Thank you for making time for us on a game day. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Um, anytime, man. What get get everybody up to speed because I feel like people are just turning their brains off from football to college hoops. So get everybody up to speed on tonight's game for the Terps and this Purdue team that I'm really starting to hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the biggest game of the year to date. Obviously, the highest ranked opponent coming into. Xfinity Center all all season produced number three in the AP poll, uh, despite two losses in the past three games. You know, they're wow. 23 and three overall. Um, Maryland's won five of the past six games. You know, it's, it's a hot streak that actually started at Purdue. Maryland was really struggling. And about three and a half weeks ago, they had a, you know, they put together a really strong comeback at Purdue, fell three points short, but I think that gave them a boost and, and a little more confidence. And they've played really well since then. So, you know, and right now they're projected as a number eight seed in the NCAA tournament, and this is their best chance to give that a big boost with the rest of the schedule being kind of the, the bottom dwellers of the Big Ten. What's the biggest challenge for them tonight against Purdue? The eight yeah, it's the same free. thing as everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always say he looks like a creative player from when you know when you used to make your own guy on video <laughs> games. He just doesn't. He doesn't look real at all. Seven uh, four. You know, Damn. probably the national player of the year. Twenty two points, thirteen rebounds a game, sixty two percent shooting. So that's the same challenge for everybody. Maybe a bigger challenge for Maryland than most people who play Purdue because they don't have a lot of size. You know, their center Julian Reese is. 6'9", you know, a little bit more of a finesse guy right now, although he's played a lot tougher recently. And then after that, you don't really have 
big bodies, you know, it's a pretty small team. So I assume you'll see Caleb Swanton Rogers, who's a seven foot freshman who hasn't played a lot, but they've had to trot him out when you're going against guys like Edie and, and Hunter Dickinson. So he'll come out and give you some fouls and, and hopefully for them, some good defense. And, you know, that's the biggest thing. I think obviously the biggest challenge for anybody who plays them last time they played, uh, no one else on Purdue's roster scored in double, double figures. So he's, he's did the big ticket. Um, I, I want to ask you about Matt Painter, who I cannot believe is complaining about the, the way the refs <laughs> treat this Edie kid. Beamich, if a dude looks at Edie sideways, they call him for a foul. I've never seen a big man get more protected. Yeah. I'm not even talking about just Maryland. Just mm-hmm. any time I watch him play, if somebody sneezes in his general direction, it's a technical. But anyway, um, let's start with. I I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go for Maryland tonight. You know who I'm going to be rooting for, but this is a tough matchup, especially with. Purdue coming off some losses. That Northwestern loss, I think, is is, is not helping the Terps. But I, this is more for me when I'm filling out my brackets in a month or whatever. I don't think Purdue's yeah. guards are very good. Yeah, I don't like them in March for the same reason. I mean, you never know. They've been great all season. I think Painter is one of the most underrated coaches in the country. He just gets results every year without Except really recruiting a lot of highly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's had some good March runs. He's had his share of Sweet 16s and Elite Eight mixed in there. Like recently, he's done pretty well. He hasn't made that one signature Final Four run, but uh, he, he hasn't been bad in March either. And so, you know. Uh, the thing about Edie is any any team, anytime you have a guy like that, he's going to get hit. Any anytime you, you know you see it in high school too, the big guys are always going to uh, take more hits than other guys, and they're not going to get every foul call. But he also delivers a lot of blows. But mm-hmm. I think the thing for Maryland is just you know you have to like them based on the home court advantage. They've they're the only team in the Big Ten that hasn't lost a conference game at home. They've won ten straight, dating back to last year in the Big Ten. You know, the fans, as you know, and, and you guys are a part of this, are fully on the bandwagon now with Kevin Willard and what he's done. So it's it's going to be electric. Uh, in terms of them in March, yeah, it's, it's really tough to pick a team without star guards. You know, their point guard's a freshman. Uh, wasn't super highly rated. Braden Smith, he was the Indiana Player of the Year, but he wasn't a blue-chip recruit. So as we all know, you know, March is usually dictated by those impact guards they don't have them you know i won't be surprised if they make a run just because how good they are collectively you know rebounding they give up the fewest offensive rebounds in the country they hardly foul at all they're one of the top teams in terms of not fouling which will be interesting tonight because that's been a big part of maryland's success lately has been getting to the free throw line really consistently but yeah i I don't it'd be tough to pick them to go to the final four just based on kind of the generic overview of their guards. Well, I thought Maryland had a lot of success when they played last time, just when they, they put a little pressure on them and the guards seemed to kind of not love the pressure. Um, You mentioned something there about this being a big game and the crowd being all locked in. What on who the hell decided to make this a six 30 tip off? (laughs) Do they know? Dude, whoever's in Indiana does not understand what traffic is like in D.C. At all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's always a big challenge for Maryland. People get mad at me, actually. I'm sure you've seen on Twitter. I'll, I'll tweet a photo of a, the place half empty five minutes into a game, and that's usually the answer. And, you know, I can't, I can't knock that answer. It's tough. You know, Bellway's brutal. 6.30 p.m. tip is really tough, especially if you're coming from Baltimore or, you know, somewhere in northern Virginia or somewhere like that. I mean, uh, but yeah, it was a TV decision. There's a women's game on at 8:30, and so 
you know, I, I assume it'll probably be a little bit of a late arriving crowd. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope not. I hope to be incorrect. Um, we're mm-hmm. talking with Jeff Ehrman from Inside Maryland Sports. You can give him a follow at Jeff underscore Ehrman, E-R-M-A-N-N. All right, Matt Painter, Purdue coach, number three team in the land. I mean, they, they are loaded. As much as I'm poking fun at, at Edie, he's he's really developed as a player. Um, Painter's whining about what now? Well, his biggest thing is he thinks that Edie gets hooked and held a lot. You know, that's a new emphasis, the hook and hold call that they've added the past year or two. So they think that he had a complaint in the Northwestern game. I think he said a couple of Northwestern players were locking arms at the free throw line to set a screen on him, which is illegal. But, you know, guys are always going to play these games, and you know, I'm sure it'll work. I'm guessing he'll get a good whistle tonight, and Maryland will be – really challenged to throw bodies at him again because of the size disadvantage, you know, the backup center, Patrick Emelian, six, seven. So, you know, he won't probably play center at all. That's just, you know, even, even Swan Rogers, who's six eleven, looks like he was six, five next to Edie last time. So, you know, Purdue is one of those guys, just like Tom Izzo does the same thing. Maybe even more so they're all going to work to work the refs. And, you know, that'll be an interesting angle to watch tonight. Edie is seven four, 300 plus. I mean, it's, I can understand if he was like 240 and looking like a rail, but he's not a rail. He can handle himself. They don't need to complain about him. If he if he get hit, just hit somebody back. You know these coaches are going to go for every advantage they can get, <laughs> B-Mitch, especially when that's God. your meal ticket. I mean, he's yeah, he's he's the engine behind the whole thing. There's probably there's definitely, I would say, not another team in the country that relies upon one player as heavily as they do. So the game is the game, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm, maybe go he had seventy right something percent from free throw line. He, I mean, he's better than what Shaq was doing, right? I, I, dude, what yeah, is, he's taken uh, he's taken the most free throws in the Big Ten. I think it was third most among power conference players this wow. season. Yeah, poor guy never gets a call. Um, what That's about right. sending? Maybe this is silly, but what about trying to get him in foul trouble? Like. Letting Go at Jameer Young just attack the rim on. Maybe that's silly. I, I'm asking you, but like maybe try to flip this upside down a little bit. Yeah, I mean you've got to try that. Uh, you got to try to get in transition. Purdue's been really good at not fouling. I think they're, you know, they're top five nationally in free throws allowed. So they play really good defense without fouling. Kind of like Wisconsin's always been known to do but you have to try to get you know get at him and then also get in transition i think is the biggest thing that's where maryland has a big advantage and you know it's going to be tough for them to score in the half court especially given their three-point shooting struggles that continue game after game so uh some turnovers i think would be the biggest key there they want to force some turnovers and get some transition looks rather than trying to you know hunker down in the half court the fallacy of that self-fulfilling prophecy of like, oh, we we just play really good defense, but we don't foul, is once you yeah. get that reputation, you could just foul and they don't call it because yeah. it's like yeah. in your head. Yeah. Like, oh, these guys play really good defense Absolutely. don't foul. It's a joke. Um, I do want to talk a little football. Last thing on tonight's game, I haven't even looked at the line. You know the line, Jeff? What is it? Yeah, it's Purdue by one and a half. Hmm, that's a little stinky, right? Yeah. Shouldn't that be three and a half or four? Yeah, I was a little surprised, but I thought oh, three and no. a half, something like that. But that home court, when you oh, when no, you win night. pretty much every game at home, uh, yeah, dude, that's it's factor six thirty. <laughs> Make it nine o'clock, you idiots! <laughs> I, I can't. I, of all the things that bother me, the six thirty tip off is absurd. Um, 
What are their chances to win tonight? Terps. Uh, you know, that's interesting. I haven't looked at the various sites that do percentage predictions and projections and things like that. But, uh, you know, I th- it, the line pretty much says it's a 50-50 game. It looks like a 50-50 game to me. Maryland had a great shot last time. I mean, they, they were down by 14 points, came all the way back. Uh, despite, you know, Jameer Young's worst game, I think, of the season, maybe. He was 4 of 18 and 0 of 6 from 3. They still managed to nearly pull that off. Uh, they're much better now than they were then, and they're at home. So you have to like their chances. Okay, um, real quick, let me ask you this one. Loxley and the football team hired Kevin Sumlin as they gave him some great title, assistant, associate head coach, whatever it may be. Uh, I remember Sumlin at Texas A&M getting the biggest recruits in the country, just full of swag, Johnny Football, Kyler Murray, all that. How much could Sumlin help and, and how quickly? I think it's a good hire. You know, people, a lot of people, especially Texas A&M and even more so Arizona fans, because obviously uh, did not go well there for him, kind of have mocked the hire, but you're not hiring him as a head coach. You know, people, you're hiring a guy who had great success and some downtimes as a head coach for basically a position coach job. You know, he's tight ends coach. He's co-offensive coordinator, but I don't think he'll be calling the plays. So, you know, I think it's a good hire. It's a guy who's got great experience. You know, Johnny Manziel, obviously under him, had one of the best seasons by a quarterback ever. And he was as a freshman, he no less. So you look at his numbers that year. I mean, it was like, it, I looked him up yesterday writing the article, and I had forgotten how outrageous his numbers were. He had like 2,500 passing yards and like 1,400 rushing yards and 20 rushing touchdowns. It was insane. So anyways, I mean, that's not a huge factor because he's not going to be running the offense, most likely they're calling the plays. But either, either way, when you can get a guy with his credentials for a position coach job, it, it looks like a good hire to me. Yeah, totally. I mean, do you remember, I don't if it was the Sugar Bowl or the Orange Bowl or what, but Johnny Football's freshman year, I want to say they played Oklahoma. They played somebody in a major bowl game where everybody thought they were going to get their their butts kicked and Johnny Football just balled out mm. and it was awesome. Did you look I, I can't remember what the game was. I remember losing. Uh, I'm trying to I know they beat Alabama that year. It might have been Oklahoma. Uh I think they were Oklahoma dominant that year. Like I think a Sugar Bowl or something. But I, I Yeah, I think they were the first first SEC team with um, 7,000 plus yards on offense. I mean, it was, you know, one of the greatest offenses in, in modern college football history. So, and I think, you know, you could bring that kind of, those kind of credentials. You can tell kids, Hey, I coached, you know, that helps in recruiting to have that kind of splash. So uh, I think it's a good hire. Jeff, we appreciate your time, man. Uh, let's get a dub tonight. Do what you can. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me, fellas. Anytime. Take care, brother. Jeff Ehrman. Follow him at Jeff underscore Ehrman. Check out his website, Inside MD Sports. Get your phones out. One o'clock. It is Bleep You Thursday. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.